welcome to UC Today. My name's David Dungay. This is a new channel show we have at UC Today where we'll be talking to prominent members of the channel community. First up, we have Matthew Warboys from Gamma. Welcome to the show, Matthew. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, David. Excellent, excellent. Well, before we get started on today's conversation, can you tell us a bit about yourself and the Gamma? Yeah, sure. So um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Matt Warboys. I'm the business development director over at Gamma. And, and I guess really I'm responsible for um, putting together our solutions that we take to our customers, working with our channel partners, the Gamma product team, and ultimately the Gamma sales team to ensure that uh, we succeed as a business and ultimately our channel partners succeed because our success is their success. Excellent. Well, can you give us a little bit of an update on, on Gamma? Uh, we're here at the beginning of 2021, just gone into February. Uh, lockdown number three are we on? It's hard to keep count sometimes. Uh, you know, how, how are things at Gamma? How's the last year been? Yeah, no, it's been it's been going well, actually, David. I, I think, obviously, um, for, for a number of UK businesses and a, a number of individuals, it's been quite a challenging time. But um, I think we're, we're actually quite fortunate, the industry that we operate in, um, the communication sector has been fairly robust. And, and at Gamma, I think it's um, we took a decision fairly early on to continue our investment in our in our core strategy. So um, we've carried on employing additional staff, uh, making additional investment into into our sort of key strategy areas. So uh, for Gamma, I think, ironically, I think we've got a, a, an opportunity where probably in the 15 years that I've been at Gamma, I've not seen uh, a product set and, and some product releases uh, that, that we'll be launching this year. Um, more exciting than any other year, really. So um, it's been it, it's been a good year, um, and, and it's been a good time. On, obviously, in a backdrop that's been fairly challenging for for the UK overall. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll talk about some of those uh, exciting launches in a moment. But uh, first of all, can you give me a sense of uh, your partner community? You know what what's going on on that front? Um, are, are we seeing any uh, any casualties? Um, you know, any particular big wins? You know, what, what's the situation at your partner level at the moment? Yeah, so obviously we, we spend a, a huge amount of time talking to those guys, and 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 I think um, the feedback that we're getting um, from from the most from the majority of them is uh, it, it's it's been uh, it's been fairly robust. I think the um, the UK business are slowly getting on with things, whilst it's uh, it's it's been a challenging time for us. I think we're um, we're pulling together and, and, and trying to get through this. I think. Um, we're seeing private equity funds uh, funding um, is really prominent in the marketplace. I think uh, cash is quite cheap in that sense. So we're seeing an, a number of um, businesses taking advantage of that. What that ultimately, ultimately means is we're seeing consolidation. So uh, we're seeing people take advantage of, of, of exiting the market. And I think you're probably um, it's a good opportunity to take stock of where businesses are. And we're seeing a number of our channel partners thinking through, what do I do here? Um, is it an opportunity to perhaps sell out that business? Um, or, uh, or on the flip side, we're seeing a number of our partners go, no, this is it. We're going, uh, we're, we're investing, we're bringing in additional sales capability and, and we're really digging down and, and going again. So I think it's, um, it's an interesting time. I think 2021, we'll see um, a real sort of uh, consolidation as, as well as a number of businesses that are, that are, that are making those investments to, to come out the other side, because I think there'll be um, huge opportunity that represents, represents itself as part of this, because ultimately the, the need to move to, to, to the cloud and people taking advantage of working from home solutions will really drive that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, consolidation um, can be good, can be bad at times. You know, what does what does this mean for for partners? Is 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 this really a a new opportunity? You know, quite often when we see businesses uh, merge or come together, uh, you know, a few a few customers, um, you know, f fall out the other end at times. Um, you know, what 
what does this actually mean for for, for partners and uh, what is that opportunity well i i think when you um when you when you have con consolidation you're probably looking at people at businesses that are perhaps um the, the uh, at the legacy end of their of, of their tenure, so I think the the acquirers have the opportunity to evaluate what they can sell into that customer base, um, and and ultimately, as you said, when there's change, um, represents people perhaps looking at alternative suppliers. So um, it it'll it'll mean that there's a lot of activity in the marketplace, and I think you'll see that with with people looking at that PBX that's perhaps been sitting in their office but they've not been able to go in in the last year, thinking. How do, how do I make a change? Perhaps the communication provider that, that they've been dealing with has, uh, um, has been acquired. So there'll be there'll be plenty of opportunity where people will be thinking, oh, is now the time that I look to replace that? And, and I think that um, we'll see a number of people, um, a number of people refreshing their technology solutions. So I think it represents uh, represents an opportunity in that sense. Okay, well, let's um, let's have a little bit of an update on 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 the portfolio now. Then, I mean, Gamma, obviously, prominent member of the hosted telephony space uh, in the UK and. Well, Increasingly around around uh, Europe, um, you know what what's going on there. I know you've got some new things on the, on the horizon. Excuse the pun. Uh, what, what what is uh, what is going on there? Yeah, so I, I said earlier, David. I think in, in my fifteen years at Gamma, I've, we've never started a year. I think with a um, with a product set and and a, and a planned launch of new services uh, that, that we've got now. And I think yeah, the first. The, the, the pro most prominent one that we'll be launching uh, this quarter will be our uh, Horizon Contact, and and that's our um, our step into into the contact center space. So um, targeting specifically um, at the SME market, um, and it really um, enables our Horizon resellers to uh, to take that product and, and, and upsell that into into perhaps areas where people are starting to see that requirement for the uh, contact center, and whether that be um, whether that be web chat or whether it be um, a cool routing type solutions, then um, yeah, it's a it's a really exciting time for us, and, and and we're really excited about that. It was born out of the um, the, the acquisition that we made in in Telsys. So um, we've got our own software capability, and it's a, it's a piece of software that we've built ourselves. It's really um, we're really proud of, and, and and really shows the investment that we're making in the Horizon platform and how we're taking that to the next level. So um, I think it represents a great opportunity for our channel partners to. Uh, uh, to extend the, uh, the the services that they provide to to their to their SME customers and and ultimately um, start to target some of those um, that are, that are perhaps on legacy uh, contact center software that they're looking to move to the cloud. Yeah, I mean, what what's happening at that SME level at the moment in terms of um, spend? Are you seeing people take this uh, this period we're in as an opportunity to make those changes to? Get themselves into the right uh, sort of technology for for long term, or, or are you still seeing a bit of a hesitance uh, there for for people to to spend on big projects and things? Yeah, I I think um, one of the one of the initiatives that we've um, that, so Gamma were fairly fairly prominent in our approach during the first lockdown around our COVID support package, and and one of the areas that we've really um, really tried to to support our partners on this year is our is our sort of business recovery package that we put together. Um, we are still seeing SMEs um, making those investments, but I think one of the biggest fears that perhaps our channel partners have uh, is around some of those SMEs that perhaps might not make it through, and and, and some of those um, that end up becoming insolvent or going into administration, ultimately going into administration. So um, we've put together a recovery package to try and support them around that. So to to look after them from that insolvency point of view. But I think to, to your point around the um, the sort of the spend of it, we're certainly seeing um, businesses look to take, uh, to, to SME businesses look to take those solutions to market. They need to adapt. They need to they need to make sure that they're utilizing the best software that they can um, to deliver to deliver their communications. And, and, and we're starting to, and we're seeing that 
uh, sales are holding up uh, quite quite well um, actually during during the uh, during the lockdown period. During the actual lockdowns, they're they're a little bit quieter. But as that as as businesses go back, you then see that um, that sort of hockey stick effect where where they really start to make those investments. Now they're back in back in the office. So I think there's um, where it's a UK business has been quite robust in that sense, and we're we're seeing um, SMEs making those investments still. So um, it's yeah relatively positive there. Excellent. Okay. Well, look, another another explosive uh, growth story in our space. Uh, Microsoft Teams. Um, you know, service providers are um, somewhat falling over themselves to create propositions around Teams. You see direct routing. You see integration. Um, you know, what, what's what's Gamma's stance on on Microsoft Teams? What what are you doing around that product? Yeah, um, it, you're absolutely right. It's um, it, they have they have been absolutely one of the uh, the real beneficiaries of, of what we've seen over the last uh, year and a half. Um, and, and Gamma uh, have taken the decision relatively early on um, to, to really embrace that. We were fortunate that prior to the um, to, to the initial COVID lockdown, um, we acquired a Microsoft practice in Exactive, and that's and that's really given us the skill set to to be able to take um, my, the Microsoft uh, um, product uh, in in house. Um, and look at how we can best utilize that opportunity. Um, and we've got a couple of different ways of doing it. We've got, um, we've got a number of our users use, you know, using the Horizon product. So we're looking at how we uh, invest in rich and, 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 and more so the, perhaps the lighter integration because people will perhaps still want to use their telephony platform to integrate with, with Microsoft. So we're seeing um, integration important there. And, and, and I think integration will be important at, at different levels depending on how Microsoft price their licensing. Um, so we'll, we'll see people looking at, at, at both the, the light and, and a much richer, richer integration. And then you've got the, the, the folk that want to go full-blown Microsoft Teams and want to use it as their, as their communication platform. Um, and, and absolutely, we're seeing people that are choosing to do that. Um, I ha uh, we're probably seeing that happen more in the enterprise space than perhaps the SME space. Um, uh, whether Microsoft changed that with some of their promotions remains to be seen. But um, it's certainly um, making the most ripples, I think, in public sector and enterprise where, where we're seeing it. And we've, um, we've absolutely embraced that with our direct routing capability. One of the investments that we need to make, and, and it's something that we're we're going to be launching in Q2 this year, is our automation around that. So uh, removing the need for the PowerShell skills, making sure our channel partners can deliver it in a much simpler fashion than than, than, than it's currently delivered. But so we've got it at the moment. We've got direct routing at the moment. We've got some fantastic feature ad, ads that sit alongside it. So the ability to do some call diverts if the customer wants to. So the the call management layer around it, we've really invested in that to to deliver a feature rich capability to make sure that um, if there's any problems with teams that they can log into a portal to manage to manage their own number to get that diverted um, yeah. so yeah it's a really important really important area for us yeah so you say you know you're seeing these projects at the um, maybe the upper end of the uh, the market um you know in, in the SME space are those um projects starting to hit hit those smaller businesses yet um you know are they interested in in uh, direct routing and integration with teams um less so and, and and i think that's probably um it, it's taken a while for for the it centric partners to to really get on board with uh, to get on board with teams and seize the opportunity there i think the the more traditional comms partners have got their established products that they're selling whether that be horizon or their whatever voice over ip platform that they're, they're choosing to take to market so um i think it's slowly going it's slowly going to sort of trickle into that space but it, it less less so i think it's it's more at the more at the corporate at the corporate end that we're that, that we're seeing that type of uh, that type of approach 
Yeah, okay. Uh, so cha channel partners, um, well, throughout the world are going to be looking at uh, the team's opportunity, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, you know, everyone has their sort of opinion on, on, on Teams or Microsoft and their and their strategy. You know, what, what kind of things um, should should the channel partners really be thinking about before, you know, onboarding someone, um, you know, with a, with a direct routing proposition or uh, an integration? You know, what, where should they sort of be looking uh, to, to, to make that fit within their current setup? Yeah, I, I think Microsoft have been um, have been relatively clear on on their strategy around it's a it's a partnership that they're looking for when they're when they're taking their their team's capability to market. So um, direct routing forms a big part of that, but there's a number of open APIs that they've got where they can integrate with perhaps contact center providers, call recording providers, and I think it's really understanding have you got the skill set to be able to deliver the end to end solution that the customer requires, because it may not be that it's all procured from from one particular place um, and, and I think being able to pull those together and understand and have you got that capability to be able to or are you working with somebody that's got the capability to be able to deliver that end-to-end -end solution because it's a uh, it's one thing making a call on teams but it's 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 a different thing putting together a solution that perhaps fits that customer's requirements so I think there's um, understanding if you've got understanding the customer requirements and making sure that you've got that capability in-house to be able to deliver it or at least partnering with somebody that can deliver that for you to, to ensure that the customer gets ultimately the service that they that, that they require. I think that's really yeah, important. I think that's, um, that's a really key point, actually. Those in-house skills, you know, you've really got to make sure that you've got all your bases covered before you jump in here. So um, well, that's great. So, Matthew, tell me about 2021, um, you know, looking ahead this year. It's, uh, it's, it's I guess it's difficult to know what's going to happen with the, the situation uh, globally. But, uh, you know, what are you, what are you excited about this year? What am I excited about this year? Oh, maybe on a holiday would be a personal one, David. I think a, a long, a long overdue break would be a, would would be nice. I I I think in the business sense that this year we're um, picking up on a theme I was talking around it around earlier. Um, I think we'll really start to see um, the, the, in the channel space, we'll start to see businesses thinking in, in, in two different approaches. With that, uh, the increase in private equity funding, we'll see businesses either choose to uh, to perhaps sell out, um, or but also I think that represents, as you said, an opportunity where the flip side of that, you'll see businesses say, well, actually, um, there's an abundance of salespeople or, or people that I can now bring into my business. And you'll really start to see, I think, uh, channel partners invest in that, invest in those services, um, and seize the opportunity that's in front of them, which is um, uh, with with the WLR switch off, whether it be moving their customers onto a connectivity service like Sagia, um, whether it be replacing the the old-fashioned landline product with a with a with a voice over IP service there, or whether it be moving people off of those legacy PBXs that have been doing nothing for the last sort of six to nine months. Um, so I really think there'll be some some great opportunity for for the channel to grow. Uh, the channel the channel community is one of those fantastic areas where they continually reinvent themselves, and I think um, this 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 period in front of us now, as we as we look at the uh, as we look at those, we'll really start to see those those capitalise on on that. You can't ignore those guys at Microsoft. I think they'll um. That they'll probably start to um, uh, uh, perhaps embed some additional capability, whether it be some of their own uh, call recording, call analytics, contact center into their own offering. You might start to see um, them deliver more of a rounded solution to, to customers. That could be that could be an area that, that that they deliver, and we're keeping a close eye on what um, what services we can complement um, the likes of Microsoft and what areas that they might choose to go into themselves. So um, that'll be a really in interesting, interesting watch, I think.
you, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, Sojia and uh, a little bit about the ISDN switch off there. You know, 2025 is, it was, it's come around quick, you know, it was, uh, it was released, well, the news was 10 years ago or six years ago. So we've got four years to go until the switch off. Um, some research came out recently, I think it was between Gamma and, and BT. And, uh, you know, businesses aren't particularly prepared for this. Um, you know, are you seeing that 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 common theme for your uh, through your partner network, and you know what's what's happening on on that front? Is there a bit more urgency in the market now? I am. Our business is aware of it, and is there an urgency in the market? I think um, we, as a chat, as a as a community, and as a supplier like like Gamma, we have an obligation to try and to to try and educate some of our channel partners around that. Um, and we've started that process um, only this week. We've we, uh, we started to to do more awareness webinars with with our channel community to talk through what that what that what that means for them in terms of connectivity what type of services will we seeing um, end of life what what services they should be selling to customers moving forward um, talking through how um, what the opportunity for voice looks like once that um, once ultimately the PSDN line is, is is no longer in that sense so um, it, there's 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 the education piece is increasing, um, but it's an area that we could always we could always do more at. And, and um, but it certainly it certainly represents an opportunity like none other. That um, uh, you're you're quite right. It's uh, it's approaching very quickly, um, and, and making sure that you've got customers uh, uh, customers on a journey to to transition them across is really important. You put a customer into a three or a five year contract, you're sort of you're on the cusp of transitioning into in, into that into that area. So you really got to think through what that technology journey looks like for them. Absolutely. Okay. Well, look, uh, Matt, it's been uh, fabulous to talk to you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, David. Cheers, all. Thank you. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. I'll see you next time. <laughs>